there, guys. The first time I've ever done this. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's all, this is all very new to me. I don't even know how this is going to work, really. And uh, hopefully it's going to be something we do every couple of weeks. But basically, I have a big room full of... How many people have we even got in here? One, two, three, four, five. I'm number six. And seven people in total talking about video game stuff. Sort of stuff you see down in the description. All of these awesome people. I'll get them all to just shout out. Hey! Hey. hey! 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 There you go. They've all introduced we're, we're themselves. Sports. <laughs> <laughs> now we've got we've got Andrew in my Discord. We've got Mr. Mike Towns, Nightwill, Paul Flo G, Retro to Next Gen, myself, Slopes Game Room, and Goldfish on Games in the chat. And we are all here to chat about video game stuffs. But to begin, what I want to ask is, uh, we'll work our way down. We'll start with uh, I don't know. Fuck it. Everyone just shout out. We'll just see how this works. Who here? ordered a playstation 5 or an xbox series x over the last week or so i tried and i failed you didn't get no. one retro i yeah, tried I to get uh, the ps5 orders in and i got the old uh, complimentary sorry um yours was not being able to be processed and you know good luck is the complimentary uh, email i received mm -hmm. so. mm -hmm. uh, and did anyone actually get one Whoa, I did. <laughs> Not to be that guy. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, Larry taught me a little trick, actually. It was quite good. Um, so I completely oh. like lost um, uh, track on the fact that they were even coming out. And then by the time I was like, oh, yeah, the PlayStation 5, everyone was just like sold out, sold out, sold out everywhere. And then we heard that Argos were going to be coming out on midnight. So we're sitting there until about one in the morning. They still hadn't released them. I was like, ah. Oh. And then there was like people on Twitter saying that it might have been five o'clock in the morning when they were going to yeah. be announcing it, or like nine. It was all this other stuff. So I was like, fuck it, I don't care. And I was went to sleep, and I woke up, and they'd gone up at some point in the night. Apparently, just just after I went to sleep as well, which was really annoying. And then um, that was it; they were gone. Um, but you could order all of the other stuff, like controllers and stuff. So you put a playstation 5 in your basket even though it wasn't wasn't a you couldn't actually when it was there it will say like you know it's not available so you couldn't click buy but if you put mm -hmm. a controller in as well then you could and that's how i did and uh, i got like the confirmation via text and everything so i don't think i'm in the hacks. first batch but it's happening so um, i don't know if that's going to work people can try that right now if you go to argos should we, should we, let's this can be our first little test um we're going to see if we can buy one. <laughs> Let's all buy a PlayStation. I'm not actually going yeah, to buy one, but we'll see if it works. So uh, My wallet says now. Okay, that's not the website we need to go to. Uh, argos.co.uk. Oh my god, this is not the controller I want to go to. So argos.co.uk. Here we go. So they might have changed this. This is how I did it. So PlayStation 5. Okay. So, yeah, all out of stock. Oh, you literally can't even go to the page anymore. Okay, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Oh, uh, they, they caught There on. you go. Yeah, they're they caught on to your trick. They caught on. Dan, did you, did you get the digital or did you get the... Um... The optical version of the PS5? No, I went, I went full fat boy. Um, Good. Yeah. All right. Absolutely, absolutely. In fact, what I'm going to do for you guys, um, this is a little bit back-end stuff. I'm going to share my screen with you guys so you'll be able to see... Um, a bit more sooner than the people watching live, uh, you know. Someone just subscribed to my main channel. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's the end of that. I was expecting that to be quite a long process, that 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 part of the chat where we all just go crazy explaining about our crazy process trying to buy the Xbox Series X, but no, no one did it. <laughs> well, I, I, tried, um, I tried for over an hour and a half to get a Series X. Uh, Series uh, X. Know, I was... 
I was camped out. Like I had the window open and I actually have two different Microsoft accounts for Xbox versus everything else. Mm -hmm. And I had it in my cart and I was trying, I wanted to do the $35 a month um, uh, financing to get game pass and everything along with it. Sure. Sure. And so I had it in my cart and I'm like, okay, where do I get the option for financing? And the only option was pay us now in full. I'm like, I, I mean, I can afford it, but I don't want that. So I spent 30 minutes in between failure to load and, and timeout on oh, the page. No way. I, uh, I finally got to where you could click to to actually do the, the finance option and or the bundle option. And as I clicked it, then it, it, it reloaded numerous times. And then at the very end, it switched to out of stock. Ouch. Oh, oh. That is brutal. That is but, so yeah, brutal. I, I tried for over an hour to be able to get one. Wow. Um, well, yeah. I... Go on, go ahead. I know that my local game store, because I picked up a copy of 3D Mario All-Stars the mm -hmm. day before, that our local game store was getting an allotment of eight Series Xs and allotment of four Series Ss. That's so tiny, isn't it? Is, is it something to do with like, the pandemic we're in? Why it's so such short? I, I don't know why the, 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 there's so few of them. It's, well, it's like a, the uh, biggest ISP here, the... Uh, they're doing a, the finance thing. They're the ones who had the license for it. And my theory is a lot of them in Australia have gone, been allotted to them so they can add it to their internet packages and such. No, oh, wow. Hmm. Insane. Mm. Insane. So, uh, and, uh, Andrew, uh, would you even after either of them at all? I had, a th I had a think about one, but then I realized with the PS5, I need to get planning permission for the extension for my house to fit it in. Um, <laughs> it is a beast, isn't it? It's, yeah. When you saw those people holding it in the factory, it was like they're, they're, like they were holding like a, a new television or something. It was massive. But no, I'm going to wait a little while because uh, I, I generally do. There's nothing that's making me eager to be the one on day one to have one. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's how I feel I about the Series X. I'll, I'll get a Series X eventually, but I don't see a point in getting one and a PlayStation 5 at launch. Yeah, I'm wondering how the actual sales of the games are going to go, because like, they're putting a lot of money into these games from looks. Well, one trick I heard is uh, I think everyone wants to get um, the new Spider-Man game, Miles, Miles Morales game, uh, but if you buy the PlayStation 4 version, it's a free upgrade to work on your PlayStation 5. And um, it's slightly cheaper. Well, I've heard the other way around... I think, I believe, if you go to, uh, so let me, uh, I wonder if this these guys have uh, Spider-Man, oh, not Spider-Man, it'd be Miles Morales, wouldn't it? Um, well, I think it's still called Spider-Man. Spider-Man, from what I understand, you can't transfer over for free to the PS5, just the original Spider-Man game. Now, the Miles right. one might be a different story, but the original Spider-Man, they came out with a press release saying, no, you have to pay for that again, and that was... Uh, the information I got. Um, the wonky thing is that uh, not, to circle back real quick, do you know they only had five pre-orders of the Xbox Series in Japan? They had five in the <laughs> entire country. Uh, that was from a Kotaku article. You can look it up. Five pre-orders. They cannot get they a foothold in Japan at all. That is just like try Japan. You might be able to land that, one. That's going to be a rare console one day, the Japanese edition. Yeah, on wow. top of that, they also, Microsoft immediately dropped the price 50, well, equivalent of $50 on the, 
on the Japanese Series S to combat the price drop-ish drop on the PS5 All Digital. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it's actually cheaper to buy a a a Series S in Japan than it is in North America or even Europe. <laughs> it's, I'm looking cannot. here again. I I have a Kotaku article up um, that there is no free upgrade for the PS5 version if you so, buy the PS4. Uh, yeah, this is why I saw it here. Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales PS4 with free upgrades for PlayStation 5, £44.85 pre-order delivered at Shop 2. Because this particular one, yeah, here we go. Oh, because I was obviously looking at the PlayStation 5. That's why it wasn't working earlier. Um, if you look at the box, um, it actually has... Yeah, here we go. PS5 upgrade available. Yeah, but it's box. not free. That's going to say yeah, available, but not free. Available. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's interesting. The hook. If they're selling like 12 consoles, they need to make that dollar. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, obviously, obviously. Um. I mean, I was never going to buy this. I'd rather spend the extra five to ten pound just so I could have the box that says PlayStation Five. <laughs> the last thing I wanted to have right. a PlayStation Five. And then put a PlayStation <laughs> okay, you know what? Disc Hang on it. a second. I, I do. I'm now in buried in their fine print. They, of course, you know. I read the. I read the header. Reading down further, no. Miles Morales does have a free upgrade. The Spider-Man Remastered does not. Oh yeah, right. that that's yeah, that's the okay. same thing I so, read. So yeah. so the new one you will get an upgrade, but not the remastered one. Fair enough. Right. Well, there you go. If you want to save yourself a tenner, then do this. But I don't know anyone that's going to want to spend the ninety pound extra. That's what it is in the UK, at least ninety pound extra to get the disc version to then put a PlayStation Four game into it. Like you're spending <laughs> the extra ninety quid, you're going to spend the extra tenner just so you can put a PlayStation Five disc in. But um, I mean, that's I, just me. I, I, <laughs> will that one become I, harder to find down the road, though? I just had the craziest thought. With the PS5 being so massive, would it cause people in Japan to go over the ser- to Xboxes because they're smaller? No, they would stick with the Series Switch. X really smaller? The digital console is smaller, so I could see yeah. more of those units possibly moving in Japan than initially in the West. Um, mm-hmm. be- because of the size, uh, and plus, you know, uh, downloads are becoming even more popular than they are you know, in Western markets, so I can definitely see that being an uptick there. Even when you look at the PSP Go numbers, um, they sold more wildly in Japan than they did here and, and in, uh, in other Western countries. So seems like a perfect fit for that market. When you look at the PC engine and stuff too, way back in the day, that thing was tiny. Oh, yeah, I love it. And I got even I have one. The thing is barely, barely like uh, seven or eight inches, the original sure. PC. Like put it in your pocket. Yep. So anyway, before we move on from the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, unless anyone else has anything else to say there, uh, I will say one extra thing um, that uh, Mr. Grizzly Case, uh, who's one of the, uh, not one of the admins, he's one of the moderators in, in, in Discord, has actually said that there are some more being released tomorrow as a heads up. So I don't know if he wants to put Ooh. in the chat any more about that. Um, he'll let you know. He's uh, He works on the inside on a few things, so he's, he's definitely a reliable source. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'll let him, if he's still listening, uh, to, to post about that. So there you go. Message me. Sleep's league room. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So there's that. Um, now, I'm probably going to like step back a little bit here, but I know there's a lot of people in this chat that want to talk about what Microsoft recently purchased and uh who was chatting about that was that Nightwheel and Paul Float talking about that I would say it's such a big topic we save it for last because that's going to be a, quite the discussion yeah, well, there's going to be a little bit of fallout from it 
yeah. All right, all right we'll, we'll keep it. We'll, we'll go the other end then. We'll, we'll save that one for last. But who here got uh, on the other side? I'm hoping someone says yes because no one said yes when I said the pleasure <laughs> of the Xbox. But did um, anybody get the uh, Mario's Mario 3D All Stars game? Yeah. As I yes. said earlier, I got it the other day. Awesome. There we go. How are you uh, finding it? I've played around a little bit. Mario Mario 64 is... It feels the same. Although I've played a little bit of the PC port. And I the like PC the fact port was little, amazing. Yeah, I like the better camera control in there. <laughs> but it's fun. I've never played Sunshine before in any kind of length. So I played it a little bit and that was fun. And mm-hmm. Galaxy, it looks so nice in HD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the main reason I bought it. I like Sunshine. I'm probably not going to complete Sunshine. Um, I, the same with 64, but I will. Not yet. I, I, it's one of those games I've bought to put on the shelf, and I'll eventually get to it. But, um, yeah, Galaxy for me, hands down. That game, oh, so good. No, I I had trouble with Amazon originally getting it. They said uh, They said it was guaranteed to be delivered day one, and I didn't get it. And so I had to run out, grab a copy. I came home and I started playing it. The The controls on Sunshine seem to be a little bit wonky to me. I know we talked about this uh, pregame. Um, mm-hmm. But Sunshine was actually the main reason I got this because it had never been released in any other form or fashion besides a GameCube, if I recall correctly. I don't believe it actually made it to the no, eShop. No, I don't think it, it's not made in. It's, this is the first nah. time it's been released, from what I understand. And besides that. I mean... Galaxy, um, the controls on that are brilliant, and uh, this, I did not play the PC port of 64, but I mean that seems solid too. Um, so, yeah, absolutely brilliant purchase if you're into the 3D pa- uh, platforming of Mario. So I'm finding the uh, controller drift to be a little bit of an issue, though. Yeah, I mean, that's I, why I'm, <laughs> I just for love Galaxy the old. Um, I just love the Wiimote and. <laughs> I've got my Wiimote right here. I've got my. Uh, I, I've got to change. I've got too many screens open. I've got my Mario <laughs> Wiimote. Mario. And yep. I freaking love it so much. Um, and I, it just feels so nice. It's big, it's fat, it fits in your hand. Whereas mm-hmm. the, 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 the controllers on the old one, the Joy Cons, are quite tiny, aren't they? Yeah. Miniature, fiddly things. And I've, I've never had great um, luck in actually connectivity with those things. I, I yeah. actually was playing with my Pro Controller. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good system. That would be a good thing to use it on. And yeah, that's the motion controls for Galaxy with the Pro Controller is actually pretty fluid. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, cool. If I were to play the game, that's what I would do. I mean, personally, uh, I mean, Mrs. Float picked up a copy today, or Ms. Float till next year, anyway. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> she, she picked up a copy today, luckily pre ordered because Best Buy is like sold out within like 300 miles. So she got cool. one of the last copies. But um, I personally won't play 64, and at the risk of losing my retro gamer card, I just can't stand <laughs> that damn game. I just, <laughs> just I, I have no problem with the newer 3D Mario's, but that game I cannot stand. You oh, know, wow. you're gonna want to stay away from Sunshine, then. Um, but <laughs> yeah. at the same time, I mean, I've also like I still have a Switch. I have a Switch that's launched for so three and a half years. That has no Joy-Con drift because, like Dan was saying, my hands are too big. I can't play with the Joy-Cons. So mm-hmm. I pretty much used a Pro Controller from day one, you know, on any time that I use the Switch. What about Goldfish? Have you uh, got yourself a copy of this? Do you even have any interest in this? I, I've got interest in it, but I have to, I've 
played and completed Mario 64 earlier this year on real hardware. Okay. So I was like, eh, don't really need it for that. And I did the same thing with uh, Mario Sunshine last year. You completed Mario Sunshine. That's not an easy game to complete. Not not 100%, but I completed it. And then once I completed it, I was like, I have no wish to go back and play it again. (laughs) Like, I love Mario 64. I think it's an amazing game. Sunshine, the controls, like, it's not the camera, but just the controls just feel off. It always, it always has done, even back when it launched. I don't remember. Like, I I really got into it when it came out, but I don't think it has an age too well. Yeah, I, I was saying, I, I remember getting on all right with it back in the day, but now when I, I, I've briefly played it uh, when my son wants me to help him get past a certain bit or whatever, because <laughs> I, I haven't really given any time to either of the games. Like I say, it's something that I'll play eventually. But um, like, it, it, there's something, it, it definitely does feel weird, and I finally understand what people are saying when they talk about Sunshine, because I haven't really played it properly since the GameCube days when I actually had a GameCube and it was new. But um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a brutally hard game. And, and Duke in the chat right there, Mario Sunshine is brutal. Um, Connor Brennan, my old college friend, uh, hell yeah, already smashing Galaxy. Galaxy's the reason I got that game, though, big time. Um, yeah. And- <laughs> There's like little mini levels in Mario Sunshine. I find I'm like a massive slog now. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, what, the, the non jetpack ones? Yeah. Like the back yeah. of the flying bird and all oh, those they ones. Absolutely brutal. And it feels like Sunshine was kind of like a beta for Luigi's Mansion when you think about the way that the controls are. Oh, yeah. Only that was was that was more a much more fluid game. But Sunshine is the reason that I bought it. And like I said, the controls are better, but they're they're wonky. They're, I, they're I need, I need to, horribly to wonky. Play, I need to play the original Luigi's Mansion. I've only ever uh, played a completed played and completed two and three and love them. Uh, I've just for whatever reason never played number one. And I need to do it just to say I've done them all. <laughs> Brilliant game. You'll love it. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm um, two and three, so. As it was touched based on a moment ago, well, sort of, um, as the person, I forgot who said it, but on real hardware, let's talk about the fact that this is not running native on hardware. It's yeah. all emulation. Well, yep. it's it's not all emulation. Because, like... more goldfish. Well, Galaxy, they actually recompiled the, the game code, so it's actually running on the Switch, but the graphics are technically being run through an emulated graphics card. Mm-hmm. So it, that's the sort of half, half, halfway house yeah. style affair. But the other two are effectively emulated with texture improvements and stuff added on top. It's like, a, like I used to play in the dock when I the Switch first came out and I was playing Breath of the Wild, but now I pretty much just play portable in my bed. And playing Mario 64 reminds me of putting a regular Game Boy game and a Game Boy Advance and you just have this massive black thing around it. Yep. Yeah. Actually, not only do you have the black bars to the left and the right, but you have a sl- the slim bars on the top and the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm surprised they didn't give us the um, ability to go ahead and switch up uh, the screen the way that we preferred for it to be if you wanted to full screen or whatnot. I was actually kind of surprised that they didn't do that. Almost those who stretch screens are heathens. Well, then I am the biggest heathen you've ever seen in your life. Because I will stretch that thing all the way across my wall like you're watching a movie. I do not care. <laughs> hey, if it's retro, there should be black bars. 
There you go. And uh, what, what do we think about the fact that it is a uh, limited release for... Dumb, dumb, dumb. It's, dumb, it's, dumb, probably, dumb. it's going to be the same way they did a limited release for Mario, was it 25th, on the Wii? So for a, for a while you got the boxed, the cardboard box edition that had mm-hmm. the music CD and Mario All-Stars. Sure. Right. So that was that was out for, what, six months or something? And sure. then afterwards, they released it just, a sing- uh, just the, the, just the game itself. Afterwards, so I'm gonna guess they're gonna do the same thing. They'll do a non, like they'll just do a, another version that's that's just slightly different. Yeah, Adam here saying that there's gonna be a scalper seven, but I think this game. I mean, it's the third. It's not. Um, it's the third biggest launch of the year behind Last of Us Part Two and Animal Crossing. Um, yeah, it's like I I think there's just too many people to have it to make it a a scalper's. Yeah, like I don't it was, know. I don't it, see it being it that because like they they sold a ridiculous <clears throat> number of copies and they're still pumping out ridiculous number of copies. Like games are different to hardware that they can just keep easily knocking them out. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I can see it with hardware like the that game and watch thing, but with a game. Nah, it, like for years after the twenty fifth edition came out, you could still buy it brand new in the shops. Yeah, like it's yeah. only been recently with Wii going up ridiculously in price that it's actually become expensive to get. Yeah, um, well, wasn't there scuttlebutt about there being a new um, Switch coming out uh, first quarter? of uh 2021 uh, my thought was maybe they were going to wait and then port it to the newer console and um play basically a switch pro and then like stick my galaxy 2 in there or something yep just go ahead and re-release it you know and then everything will be in full hd they'll you know and it'll make the game brighter shinier maybe try to be a, a system seller it does seem really rough so yeah uh, <laughs> Nintendo is notorious for having limited stock. I mean, look at the Wii. Look at the Wii for a couple of years, and it's 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 almost like they do limited stock to increase sales. But that's always counterproductive because if it's limited stock, then they're not selling it. So, and the Wii sold ridiculous numbers in those first few years. Like it was outselling everything else, and yet somehow it was limited stock. It's like. Yeah, but I don't remember that being... scalpers, not the actual like Nintendo doesn't benefit from allowing scalpers to make hundreds of dollars on something, you know. Yeah, yeah, and the yeah. the way they smash on YouTubers for doing anything uh, related to their product, I don't know why they would allow the scalping market to just feast like piranha all over their all over their product. Um, I don't remember the Wii being harsh on games however just the console itself so oh yeah uh, and everyone uh, was so, just buying it for esports for like one point yeah i mean it was so this i i think one of the I best selling games of all time isn't it even yeah. though like, no one actually yeah. bought it like, <laughs> saying that i do remember like during the wii's life if you wanted to get uh wii sports it was like 20 30 quid and in cex it was like an expensive game to buy because no one sold it it was like the game that everyone got for free but if for right. whatever reason you had a wii and without wii sports it was actually generally like, quite hard to get originally like, now you can get it for peanuts but back in the day it's like yeah, the cut version of a alex kid in miracle world yeah, exactly. 
Um, but yeah, there we go. Um, it, um, it, it's weird. It, it's weird. Uh, has anyone seen the controversy about the 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 NTSC Hong Kong cartridge versus the NTSC US cartridge? What about the the size of the logo? Yeah, it's you have the ESRB logo to the right, but oh, makes yeah. the logo small. But yeah. if you get the Hong Kong copy, the logo is the entire cartridge. Let's have a look. What's mine? Uh, Actually, I got the Australian one here. Yeah. Uh, oh no, that's Mario Maker Two. It's fine. Yeah, Europe. <laughs> on the shelf somewhere but uh yeah there we go i think yeah we probably covered that as far as we wanted but um i mean yeah it's, it's awesome that it's come out I, I, I honestly feel like i mean i i think 50 pounds too too much really for free mostly not completely but mostly emulated games like i would love for them to have been hd remakes i mean you know i look at things yeah. like the batman arkham remake that they did i know it's a completely different set of games but they completely redid it and it was a budget title uh, it was like a yeah. 20, 30 pound game when it came out. That is in that remake version. Um, and this is literally just the same game. I mean, you know, nicer, you know, you got the nicer writing there on Mario 64, that sort of stuff. But I, I can't so, say too much about the fact that it's 50 quid because obviously everyone's buying it. It's the third biggest launch of the year. So if, if people are going to buy it, they're going to charge 50 quid, I suppose. So. I, like, I kind of bug it up because uh, earlier this year, when I spent like three months inside doing nothing, I replayed the first two Tony Hawks games and then the Mario 64 port. And then right. a few weeks later, they announced both friggin' remasters. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I know that's. That I, I've been wanting to replay uh, the Metroid Prime trilogy, and I know yeah. the second I finish Prime One, <laughs> they'll announce that they'll announce that HD remaster that's been uh, doing the, the, the news for the past three years. <laughs> that's yeah. another thing. This could also be a testing to see if they could actually get away, since we got Metroid Prime Four coming sometime. This could also be a test market for that. It is so. always the way, isn't it, with Nintendo? People mm-hmm. will spend silly money on ports and remasters. Like I oh, remember yeah. um, when the Sonic... I, I know this is like my Sega fanboyism coming out here, but I remember <laughs> when the Sega... Uh, so I went Sonic Gems Collection, whatever it was called, came out. And then all the uh, the magazines was like, it's just the original, I, I want to say like five games or whatever there was on there, like Sonic 1, 2, 3, whatever you call it, like they're the best Sonic games. And people right. were kicking off that it was just those games on the cartridge. But yet, you could buy one of the Mario games on the Game Boy Advance. People were just fucking losing their shit. Like, oh my God, it's here, it's here. Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? It's one game. like, And it's more expensive than the Gems Collection like I- or whatever it is on the, uh, the, the GameCube and the PlayStation two and whatever like i saw a comparison photo when they announced the 3d all-stars where it was like um i think it was a metal gear uh, collection last gen mm. and it had like 15 16 metal gear games on it for the same price mm-hmm. <laughs> that go. was for the ps3 wasn't it i remember that collection that was huge might have been for that yeah and talking of uh, ports and stuff, what we'll do, we'll move over to this topic. Um, so I don't know if anyone here has got much interest in the Ale- at least Aleste series. Uh, but M2, uh, I'll bring up the article here so people can see what we're talking about. But basically, M2 released these games called, um, uh, released these uh, uh, these HD remakes sort of thing, these, these remasters of games called the M2 Shot Trigger series. Um, and they're releasing several of them on the Switch and the PlayStation 4. But again, it's going to be, well, it'll actually be more than full price because you're going to have to import it. But it's... Oh, Game Gear. Game Gear, Game Gear, Mark III, and Master System, first time released uh, in Japan uh, for the Power Strike 2 game, but they don't have the Mega Drive one on there. And um, 
I mean, is anyone interested in this? I will be picking it up. I do like my shmups and I do like anything that M2 pump out, but it's quite hard to get your head around paying full price for a couple of Game Gear remasters. <laughs> it's so weird to say that. Uh, I'm a sucker for this, so I'm a I'm going to try to be a day one purchaser of this. This looks amazing to me, but again, hardcore shmup fan. So mm-hmm. again, it's such a niche market. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely all over this. When when so, you look yeah. at the history of the last, it's I mean it's a rather extensive history, right? Um, uh, yeah. I mean, so I mean, we're talking about this started out in 1989 on the MSX2, is oh, where wow. okay, I didn't know this. Sure, yeah, it went all the way back. When you look at the the list, it's a uh, Alex Guiden was 89 on the MSX2, then Alex two was 1989 on the MSX2. Then you have Musha, which is the Mega Drive game, which everybody, you know, it goes for, you know, oh, is Musha and Alex now. the same game? I, I generally yes, that. yes, oh, okay, that's okay. that's part of that series. That's why it's probably missing right now. Um, and then you have GGLS, which the Game Gear LS, and then Super LS for the SNES and Super Famicom. Then you're looking at uh, Den in the Lest, which was for the the Mega CD, and that was '92. And then GGLS2 for the Game Gear 93. And then Aless Branch is the newest Aless title that has yet to have an announced date. So this is going to be interesting. And that's why I'm jumping on this. Um, <laughs> one of the finest shmups, in my opinion, series um, that I've ever played. Well, so. I don't need to do my complete history anymore. <laughs> no, I did, yeah, I'm sorry, man. I'm just I'm a huge fan of. No, series, no, so that's, that's cool. You saved me a little work. That's good. <laughs> well, there you go. You need voiceover for it. You know who to go to. Yeah, come right here, man. I'm, Absolutely. I'm are you um? Are you going to be getting the? Uh, I mean, they haven't got any on PlayAsia right now, so I'm guessing they must have sold out already. But are you going to be trying to get the Game Gear version that comes with a little one of those micro Game Gears? You know, I'm probably just going to do it because I'm that much of a nerd collector. Just I, I want it all. You know, I know yeah. that sounds a little bit greedy and Americana of me, but yeah, I want it. You know, I, I want it on my shelf and I want it. And even if it's just to stare at it, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and spend staring at it's the best thing to do with these things. Oh yeah, <laughs> and all it's like, I was like, I have it, but don't touch it. You know, that's the collector's <laughs> you know motto. Do you have that? Yeah, but don't lay your hands on it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to, yeah, there's still, there's still no price on, I'm looking on, um, uh, Ninning games. They've got it at zero pounds for some reason. Uh, for some it's reason you can't put it on there. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, so if any of you guys send this to me through discord where I can take a look at this, I'd appreciate it. Yep. I'll get, I mean, if you click on the link, it'll show you where it is and you'll be able to, um, in, in the ones I put up earlier. Yeah. This is a day one for me. I got to get this. Well, there we go. Anyone else want to add anything to Aless? <laughs> to the Aless news? Um, it's something I need to look further into the series in general because it seems interesting, at least. Because mm-hmm. I like that kind of retro revival stuff on Switch. Like, I forgot the company, but they made one that I picked up a while ago where it was an alpha version and a Bravo version. It was a bunch of shmups in this nice, big, fat Switch case. Mm. Psychosis? I said, yeah, that's the one, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah, they had two. Um, Psychosis, yeah, they did excellent work as well. A lot of great games on there. It was like red and blue for... version almost. Yep. Alpha and beta, I believe, or I think that's how yeah, it went. That's sitting nicely sealed on my shelf. 
It's, yeah. so, it's so weird, but I, there's something incredibly appealing about having a really, the, the very best version of a game game on a Switch. I don't know why. <laughs> I know I was just like mugging it off like jokingly, but I don't know why I want that. Like, it's so weird. It's so yeah, it's, I need to start releasing Virtual Boy games on the Switch. I, uh, yeah, yeah now that, that I'm getting a closer look at that, at that mini game, yeah, I gotta have that. That mini game gear is too cool. I definitely have that. <laughs> and it comes with the big window, so that they've purposely made it so small it's unplayable. Then you use the big window to just slightly. Yeah, it. it's, it's brilliant. It's like nineteen so twenties television. I mean, it's absolutely insane. <laughs> yeah, I find it so strange that, that, that the whole Game Gear Micro thing. But that's a, that's a story for another time. No, um, yeah. Uh, right. Okay. So they're looking up on the uh, next topic of conversation in here. Uh, let's move to a bit. Let's do some movie news stuff, and uh, I, I'll let uh, I'll let Andrew. Uh, Andrew, lead the way with this with the uh, Mortal Kombat news. Do you want to? Do you want to go with that one, Andrew? Well, <clears throat> it's an interesting choice. It's probably a bit of a cash grab. It's a rumor, uh, by the way. It's, it's a rumor. Confirmed. It's a rumor. I would say as well, the bulk of the actors from the original Mortal Kombat film, their phones possibly aren't ringing off the hook at the moment <laughs> with work. Look at that beautiful man. Uh, they're not, uh, should we say, many? There's not many A-list actors in that film, but <laughs> hey, let them, you know, if they want to come back and voice their their characters from the movie, why not? I don't exactly. Think I don't think Christopher Lambert's doing very much these days. Um, and uh, yeah, don't they already have one of the actors back in like the that that um aftermath storyline? Yeah, I thought they did. I'm, I'm really bad with the uh, yes. with the names. Like you are next. No, no, that's uh, yep. Bloodsport, isn't it? Um, that 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 same guy basically. Um, Your soul is mine. That's it. That's what I was thinking. That line. <laughs> so basically, for people that don't know, what we're talking about here is uh, it is rumored um, that the for Mortal Kombat 11, they may be getting the voiceovers from the original cast of the original movie in to be the voices of uh, that game. It, it would be cool for like a story mode where they have to um, fight the movie verse i was thinking that yeah but you're talking about that That would be like another 40 dollars add-on they're going to want you to purchase (laughs) on top of the other 40 50 add-on that you had to purchase for aftermath on top of the other 60 dollars that you had to pay for the original game i mean you're paying 300 dollars to play mortal kombat 11 but then you can play through the you'd be able to play through the uh, mortal kombat movie as the terminator yeah. Without the voice of Arnold Schwarzenegger, and it makes it even more convoluted. And you're going, "What's going on, guys?" <laughs> but we then you know, the voice on the game of the year edition, and then it'll be you know forty bucks, and everything you know will be there. But they're going to release the game of the year edition with the aftermath, which they've already done. So you're going to have to have another edition. I mean, that's I what I mean. I haven't the game yet, so you know, uh, I'm, I'm I'm good. Oh yeah, just then you might as well wait at least another year and a half because the way yeah. that they're going, you have no idea how much more content's coming down the pipeline. I'll that. wait. I'll wait for the uh, for the Series X remastered one. <laughs> yeah. In about two years, you'll be good to go when they come out with Mortal Kombat 12. <laughs> yeah, well, don't forget we're getting the new movie early next year. Allegedly, That'll the new for the re- It's going to be hey. garbage. It'll be garbage. Guaranteed. You know, if they're absolutely. But I probably worked on that. It looks okay. Annihilation. I mean, Annihilation was pretty bad. Hey, Annihilation. You know I was it, so bored with Annihilation. I really. Was. Yeah. I mean, is it going to be worse than that? I don't know. So, I, hey, I would be surprised. Same guy for special effects. That's the big thing. Because yeah. what was it? 
was it was it rain or reptile that as they fell in the pit they they turned into the other one reptile i, I always mix up which one it was i would I be surprised if the new one gets a theatrical release <laughs> <laughs> that's a it sounds like a dtv thing yeah yeah I can see that. Uh, maybe they'll they'll do the new one and base it off the end of the tv series yeah really screw I love with everyone the TV series, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Because the TV series ended with quite the cliffhanger. I remember that, yeah. It just didn't go any further. (laughs) Nope. I'm just watching the trailer here. I'm I'm in in love with that original movie. It's the... uh, I can hear the the music looking at it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's it's pure cheese. It's brilliant. Okay, Johnny Cage. Pure pure (laughs) 90s nostalgia. Even the soundtrack... (laughs) You just just sit in your man cave for about two three hours and just just have fun, man. But... Oh, it's so good. I remember, um, like I didn't see it until it was on Sky Movies uh, when I was a kid. Like back when back when back when you had to tune in your channels, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, everyone everyone had a different one, two, three, four, five. You know, and. Um, I uh, I remember like me and my friend watched it finally and it was like we were just like jaws dropped and when it ended and like you know like it, it, it all rose up again and they were about to do their fight at the end like spoiler alert for anyone that hasn't watched the original Mortal Kombat movie but um me and my friend just looked at each other and was like that was the best movie I've ever seen <laughs> in my life like, <laughs> a friend of mine bought the soundtrack oh really oh, oh yeah. wow yeah oh it's... the soundtrack was amazing I think it so... was like it was like like that Bloodsport movie. Uh, it was like Bloodsport. It, it, it felt like shit. a Bloodsport sequel shit. or something, like Kickboxer. Yeah. Oh, my too God. And that's, that's like one of like, my, like, hardcore, like, you know. Headlines, like, freaking, what was it, like, come on, love, give me a break. And she's like, okay, like, snap. I was like, oh, wow, <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher nice. Lambert, there can only be one, Chris. There can only be one. <laughs> It's one of those few things that uh, when, I, when I just look at it or listen to the music or anything, I just want to stop what I'm doing, like this podcast, and go watch it. But I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. So, like, guys, there's like, go. There's, like, there's, there's one part I loved where, like, Raiden taps some dude in the shoulder and goes, like, ha taps him in and goes, sorry. And I was like, what the hell was that? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a pretty, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty big fan of that original movie. Everything else oh, yeah. combat, like, I'm not that. Completely fan. in love with that film. Absolutely nostalgia at its finest. It really is. So keeping on the movie uh, front, um, so apparently Sega, uh, no, uh, yeah, whatever. Sega is developing a live action adaption uh, based on Yakuza video game with 1212 and Wild Sheep, which is an exclusive to Variety, and that's where I'm getting this news from. But so yeah, a movie of the Yakuza games, uh, but based on the the universe of of Yakuza. Anyone... um, Excited for that? Uh, I don't. I, anyone got any, anything to add to a, a Yakuza movie? This is where we need Creamy in here again. If it's going to be like anything, like my friends play it, it'll get to a point where it's a love hotel, and they won't do anything else for the, like the next twenty hours. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I mean, would Yakuza almost be better as a series? Yeah, That's I can a totally see good that. argument. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but I think maybe Some they're trying Netflix. to. They could probably stretch us into like a trilogy, you know, kind of like I mean, since Sonic got greenlit for a sequel, um, I could definitely see them doing the same thing here with a uh, Yakuza. I mean, what you're talking about, 15 games in the overall series. So yeah, why not? You have enough content here to absolutely stretch us into like three films, uh, and I think 
this should be a broad enough topic where people would be interested, not just fans of the, the series itself. Yeah, I mean, I I know enough about Yakuza to to see what they could do with it. But I, the one thing I really hope that they um, that they would keep is like the the, the campiness of the uh, series, yeah. where it's like a little bit like tongue in cheek and like it almost makes fun of itself a little bit. There, you know, I, I imagine being like the Phoenix, there. right? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I always remember like the the Doom movie, and all you want to do is just get to that bit where it goes into like the Doom first person mode, like right near the end. Super fine, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'd want I'd want this to be like to be reminded about the game like the whole way through it as a series or as a movie, you know. But uh, yeah, no, uh, I, yeah. just that has definitely has promise, but again, it, it depends on you know how they want to do it. Do you start with, you know, uh, episode zero or do you start with the original storyline that was done during the PS2 era? Well, I'm um, guessing they'll, they'll do it like the way people do. Um, I'm going to say Scott Pilgrim because I've just done the Scott Pilgrim video, but where they, they, they try and absorb set, six volumes into one, one and a half hour thing. So, and yeah, absurd makes amount sense. gets chopped, um, right. which isn't always a bad thing because a lot of what you do in a game is, filler fetch quest stuff which doesn't work in a movie right. anyway. loading right. screens the movie <laughs> yeah. updates There's the supposed movie to be a loading oh, screen there before he says oh, that. just call it patches patches yeah. <laughs> this movie hasn't got enough uh, playstation 4 updates um yeah. but yeah i mean it's a thing and i've also put here has anyone got anything that they would actually like to see sega wise property as a movie altered beast altered beast that would be a fun, how, campy but... horror film. I'd love to see that. House of the Dead, but only done actually with a competent director. But yeah, <laughs> not, not just an island where they don't go into a house at all. Yeah, yeah an actual um, competent House of the Dead. I was always jealous of the person who ever got that um, in, the, the, in the old House of the Dead movie. They went to a Sega rave and there was like a massive banner that had Sega behind it, behind the DJ decks. So I was like, man, I don't want that banner behind my DJ deck. <laughs> <laughs> Golden Axe has some potential. Well, they, they uh, were that talking about being cool, a movie yeah. and a TV show at one point. So there, there were talks about that, and that's yeah. Don't take this Yakuza thing. Take don't, you know, take this with anything more than a grain of salt, because like I say, Golden Axe has been talked about yeah. being a movie. F- yeah, f- forever. Um, so many people have had the rights to do that. I mean, I'm I'm surprised we never had a Saturday morning cartoon of Golden Axe, like Dungeons and Dragons style. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, true. It's it's. It's strange. They didn't do enough, did they? They did Sonic cartoons. Did they do any others? Oh, they done Virtual Virtua Fighter. They did that as an anime. I don't know what else they did. Oh, uh, yeah. It was, was well, maybe not in Western markets. I haven't seen a whole lot besides the, the few that you mentioned, but a lot of that stuff was in Japan, uh, so not, not many that I can no. recall. No, absolutely. I'd always want to see... I, 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 I want to see something that doesn't really have much of a storyline and then, then make something out of it. Like I'd want to see like a crazy taxi series or something like that. I think that'd be, yes, cool that'd be brilliant. I, I was thinking like Daytona. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. It's like, starts off with like rolling start every episode. Yeah. Like, oh, I'd watch the intro over and over. Like. <laughs> Sega's version like, of the Fast and Furious. That'd be great. Fancy Star Online, maybe. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, well, you definitely be, make something yeah. big out of that, couldn't you? Oh yeah, I guess, huge. I guess Monkey Ball could do for, would be would be the, a great basis for anime film, but I'd I'd be worried that they turn it into what they did with the Donkey Kong show. You remember that? It was like all like reboot like 
animated, wasn't it? You remember? Do you remember the Donkey Kong? Yeah, they start singing and yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you did Monkey Ball would be Donkey like a if you do do it live action like a Dustin checks in type of situation for those who are familiar with that. Are they going to say like people in costumes? Like yeah, Andy Circus? Did you say Dustin checks in? <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. Oh, I I actually really liked that movie when I was a kid. Exactly. That's why I was bringing it up. Like imagine them doing a Monkey Ball with that sort of like vibe to it. That that could Peter work, would actually. love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All hail Peter. Yeah, yeah. We we love them. Kisses. Oh, see. Go even more off the wall with something like Billy Hatcher and the giant egg. Uh-huh. <laughs> see, that, oh, would yeah. work. that would be such a brilliant. Like, I can imagine that being like like sort of a Netflix cartoony thing that my kids are well into. Like majorly. Just the art style. That would be perfect. <laughs> um, Salad Snake in the chat was saying that Jet Set Radio could work as a. I just thought that was serious. I'd watch the shit out of that. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I'd be well all about that, and I'd want just like, uh, what's, like what's make it like fully coolly. Uh, Naganuma, I can't think of the first part of his name, but yeah, doing the music all the way through, big time. I'd love it. Definitely, yeah, that needs to happen. Punk, Actually, I'd watch an Alex Kidd cartoon. I would definitely watch that. Yeah, well, well that new game doesn't look too far off a cartoon, does it? Though? Yeah. You know, yeah, I really don't know how well that's going to do because the thing with Alex Kid, I know we're like jumping all over the place now, but the thing with Alex Kid is like it's a game that everyone's heavily nostalgic for the first level because it's a yeah. stupidly long game, and mm. honestly, after that first level, it ain't that good of a game. Um, I always find like people get past the bike and then they're like, "I'm done." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you get, you get to the bike, jump over a few things, and like, oh, I think I might be done with this. Majorly, <laughs> you just you get you get you get hardcore nostalgia for the music and all that sort of thing. And mm. I, I, I really don't know how well that that remake's going to go. Like, I'll be all about playing that first two levels, but that's it. Um, it's, it's it's a game with many flaws. I don't think it needs to come back. Um, but hey, it is. There you go. But that's a story for another time. Um, like me, me and some friends have this joke where if a Master System game doesn't work, it's automatically Alex Kidd. <laughs> <laughs> like some days we'll end up with like 30 copies of Alex Kidd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the coffee table out of that. Here we are. Uh, I'm adding this in because I'm quite excited for this. So this is something that I personally backed. Uh, oh, so the Libius Quarter Scale Arcade Cabinet. So the things that you can always see in the background of my videos, the uh, quarter arcades. Um, there's a new one coming, but it doesn't play video games. It is essentially a USB hub to power all of your uh, quarter arcades. Um uh and it yeah it plays little it, it's playing off the myth of polybius um you know it just plays glitchy stuff on the screen um it's supposed to be like a bit more of a conversation piece i suppose looks really nice next to all of the other quarter arcades and uh it's just hit its goal with 56 hours to go it actually hit its goal this morning um uh the morning of the 24th and uh yeah um is anybody other than me backing this thing <laughs> i backed it for a dollar to keep up with it sure no. sure okay not for not, you, I, Andrew? No, not for me. You're not a fan of it? I don't like the court. I've, you know me, I'm a I'm a I'm not a small gentleman. I find the <laughs> I find the, the, the numb skull machine's just a bit too small in general for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Uh, uh, Nightwell, no, you've got something to say about it, haven't you? <laughs> I wish it was playable in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Because I mean I I haven't seen the price of the other Numbs Cult machines, but you know this is essentially what it's like a six to ten hub, ten power 
a USB power hub I for the arcade. 14, but I can't remember off the top of my head. But yeah. Yeah. So, I, mean, I know that hub is going to be big, but if, if I'm going to drop that much coin, I want something I can sit there and play around with a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I, I, mean, it I, looks... I get that. It's, it's definitely the one thing that people are bringing up like since the beginning. Let's go back to the beginning. But yeah, since the beginning. Uh, people Guarantee this thing's going to affect all the other little arcade cabs when you plug them into it. <laughs> I mean, it would be nice if they could give you some kind of way for people to fiddle with the hardware inside of it. You know, add your own videos, do whatever with it. At least that way you could, you know, make it a picture frame or something. Well, what you're seeing on the screen is actually um, uh, basically people weren't overly happy with the uh with the attract mode that it has which basically just it has a polybia screen and it goes all glitchy and then goes back um so yeah. what they've done uh from feedback is they've created this um in all honesty <laughs> i'm not the biggest fan of the attract screen because it looks like it's cgi with a black sort of uh grid over the top like it like definitely doesn't look sprite based um, right. which it definitely should have been for back then. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of the look of the actual attract mode, um, but I'm still stupidly excited about getting this. <laughs> um, it's, uh, I mean, yeah, there we go. Yeah, I, I assume you can turn the screen off, right? It's not going to just constantly sit there playing it when it's on. I bel- I don't know. But I, I actually assume it would just continue playing while it's on. It's going to drain battery on a battery pack. Well, the idea is oh, that yeah. instead of having them all plugged in, because uh, they have got a battery pack inside them, the idea is that you have this one plugged in and then all the rest are plugged into this. If they had an option to put in um, some of the ROMs, I would definitely back this. Uh, that's the only thing holding me back. Yes, it, it looks great. It's a fine collector's piece. But as was mentioned, I definitely would love, like to have the ability to actually play one of the ROMs. I reckon people just end up using the shell and like putting something inside of it to play Polybius. I mean, they could also go the route of just, you know, picking up a few licenses that are not going to really sell on their own for like a machine and just pop them in Polybius. They could go that route with it, but. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm seeing here from the t- chat says it has 10 USB slots. Yeah, I just saw that. Stormkeeper says that... it's got 10 USB slots. Well, that could, that could help. Um,. Yeah, so I don't know. It's definitely something I'm on the fence with. Uh, so, um, what price price wise? It's what a hundred, two hundred. Where um, where is it? I, I got the early 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 bird, which was like seventy, I think. But yeah, it's a hundred. It's a hundred pounds essentially. That's what, that's what I figured. Uh, the U.S. price. Give me a moment. I can say one twenty, one twenty-five, one thirty. Um, uh, it's. It's one twenty-five converted yeah. to U.S. dollars. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I figured. That's yeah. Again, depends on your level of fandom. Um, but yeah, it, it's intriguing. I just would love to play the ROM on it. Would love to play the ROM. But it's just one of those things that what would they put in there? I think if they did put any kind of game in there, it would disappoint people. Um, yeah, I got it for seventy-nine. That's what I got it for. Uh, and someone backed the one, 199 to be the to get the one, the first Polybius cab uh, off the production line. <laughs> Early bird was 79 pounds. Yes, Stormkeeper. Yeah, guarantee that guy pops in the YouTube videos and comments first. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> first, first. 
second, and then just see how long that goes. Uh, there we go. Uh, and it was like, uh, not getting laid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, no wonder, um, right? Yeah, keep saying that. So, uh, moving <laughs> on to the next topic, I think we've probably got two left on the old topics front. Uh, so, the two big ones left is the production of the 3DS has been cancelled. So, that's the end of the 3DS. Um, Ripping there piece. we go. Absolutely, right. it was. Um, it took a while to, to. I remember, like when it first came out, it took a while to to find its footing. But um, by the end, it was like, yeah. an awesome little system. And then they dropped the price and gave people free games. They did, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I had the first blue one out of my local GameStop, and the second out of the entire store <laughs> on release. <laughs> the, only, the only handheld I've ever got on release was the Game Boy Advance, like day of. Sit down, children. And I'll tell you a story. <laughs> <laughs> story time! I, yeah. I, I am that old. I remember I had a friend whose parents were well, millionaires. Inventing Pong. No, they were millionaires. <laughs> and they bought him two Game Boys on launch weekend. Ooh, original oh. ones. Because he had to be able to play Tetris with a friend. Wow. Yeah. Good, good way to make friends also. That's the kid you love to hate, but you'd never say it to his face because you want to be his second player. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, there, was a, there was a game, um, like a submarine game, when it first came out, uh, the, the 3DS. Um, and I really Steel Diver? It. Was it Steel Diver? It yeah, was that's so it. Yeah. Basic, the little t- 2D looking one. Planet. Yeah, yeah. I really Dude, I, I picked up that. one, two, switch on release. That was basic. Oh my fuck! Wait, no. I thought we were still yeah. talking about the Switch here. The Steel Diver was a, was a launch 3DS title. Yeah, yeah, that's what yep. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, I mean, um, you can now... I remember buying that for like $3, but it was still a lot of fun. Even though it was basic. very few 3DS games, actually. I'm looking up on my shelf because I have another way of playing them now. But um, uh, Picross Pick Cross Round 2. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> so into Picross 3D. I fucking love that series. Uh, the uh, Picross E games were like I put so many hours into Picross E across the what, five or six releases. What on the Switch? On the 3DS. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, no, I've got those as well. Yeah, the little downloads because they've got like the same essential thing, essentially the same things for the for the Switch as well. I have the cases for them, but I have lost my copies of Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance and Cave Story 3D. So. Oh wow! Yeah, they're they're, they're worth. A little yeah. penny now, aren't they? What's the, what's that I mean, Steam game that the Steam one that came out that was like a, a first party game? Um, not Steam World, but Steam. Codename yeah, Steam. The... Codename Steam. I picked yep. it up. From yeah, it was Argos like a multiplayer. <laughs> yeah, they had it brand new for one pound fifty in Argos. Uh, you might still be able to find it. Um, but yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with. Um, <laughs> With the 3DS, uh, Luigi's Mansion 2 was one of the highlights. Obviously, um, 3D Mario World was the the, the, the I love first that, yeah. step towards the one for the for the Wii U and eventually now the Switch. Um, Something that bummed me out because it came out around the same time the 3DS did. Within within a year, with a year's time, I would have loved to have seen PopCap do a 3D to have done a 3DS version of Bejeweled 3D. If for nothing else than to see that tr- that's the level transformation sequence be in 3D on that screen, that would have been so fun to watch. You're really into the uh, Bejeweled series, aren't you? <laughs> I, I, I like Bejeweled 3, and 
even back then, it's like I wished it was on that console because 3D with the spinning jewels would have been fun. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't I mean, even get a 3DS until the new 3DS came out, and mm-hmm. it was the, oh, the no. new 3DS XL because you know back to the whole big hands thing. I just oh I yeah, could not, I, I couldn't play with the original 3DS. Like you know, friends had it, and I and I would try. And I would end up hitting the wrong buttons, or you know, I would I would mash all the face buttons when I'm trying to hit just one. So I waited for the three for the new 3ds XL. Um, but I did enjoy, it and I still have it. Yeah, yeah I, I started on. I think I started on the XL, uh, but then I eventually sold it and got that one where it like, actually tracks your eyes. Uh, yeah, it's I bloody uh, impressive. It's really good. Yep. F- funny. My first time seeing a new 3ds XL in person was at a game in london i think it was actually the game in the basement of that major toy store in london sure and now i actually have a new 3ds xl and that's a very comfortable system yeah so i got my at nintendo uh well it used to be called nintendo world in new york city now it's nintendo new york that's why i first saw it (laughs) it's like a and keep going this is this is pretty much the end of a generation now this is and now are there going to be anything that would be considered a handheld system ever besides the Switch? This is probably going to be the last of its Fine. kind. So this is so this is a little sad goodbye to um, this particular is, type but, of platform. But like Mike just said, phones. Yeah. But, I mean, the question is, if, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, if you guys think phones. <laughs> If Nintendo's going to abandon the the well the dedicated handheld market for a little while, I wonder who's going to try to take its place. I don't think That's anybody. Sony. I don't know if anyone can. Sony said they're out already. Um, yeah, I, I know I, T. I, Sega I, it, doing it. The right. Vita was awesome for what it was. Uh, Tiger, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Tiger. Well, they're actually making a comeback. They're I know. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking of. It was. It's absolutely insane. All these tigers. I mean, I guess. Back. I, I mean, I guess Hasbro does have like the the coffers to pull it off, but would they try it? Yeah, they would probably have to solve that at a loss first. I highly doubt it. That's why I think this is probably it. Um, I hope I'm wrong, but I think it's it. Yeah. Like you said, with phones and tablets and, and all that, even though I find it uncomfortable to hook up a, you know, Bluetooth to a phone or and all that, it just seems, you know, it's not appealing to, to me personally, but um, this with the dedicated uh, handheld and plus all the different things you could do with it. Switch um, Lite is pretty close. You can't connect to the TV. Yeah. You can yeah, only play true. it portable. So true. I suppose that's their answer, isn't it? Yeah, it seems like the that's progression it. of things. Um, but how? But what are the sales on that? Has that been comparable to actual dock switch sales? Um, Supposedly, it sold stuff. pretty well. Yeah, it's yeah. selling decently. <laughs> I think especially when Animal Crossing for the win. <laughs> the only problem is. You- you can't really judge it's you know because it just released you know it was either tail i think it was tail end of last year um you can't get a a, a proper idea of the sales because once once everything shut down with covid people were just buying every switch available so oh yeah was, like, like i know Absolutely. people that have the switch light that they didn't want the switch light they wanted the full switch but they got what they could so they could play games yeah sure sure so, um <laughs> It is, it is generally a bit of a sad thing. I mean, it just, it's crazy to think that Nintendo are the killers of the handheld market with the Switch. But, but um, and, and, you know, it's like I remember back dominated. 
Well, either the killers or just the last to exit. Well, I'm just thinking because yeah. now, now there's no point in having one because of the Switch no. is, you know, um, essentially a handheld, whether you have the normal one or not, you know. But I, I don't see Nintendo always sticking with a combo system. Sooner or later, they're going to want to flex, their, flex something, and we'll see. Yeah. It, but then you would be looking kind of like at a PSP Go type of situation where, like, it seems everything's going to be pushed towards streaming at some point anyway. So maybe they do something like that. But I mean, sure. they're technically doing game streaming already in Japan. I mean, I think it, you can get you can get Assassin's Creed. I remember you can get Assassin's Creed Odyssey in Japan for the Switch. But what it did was it streamed the game from a server to the console, and the console just kind of acted like you know the the portal to play the game. Mm-hmm. It's like a yeah. I see Nintendo being the last console manufacturer to keep doing physical one day because they're the ones with the fans who want the physical stuff mm-hmm. like playstation xbox fans uh, are, i guess like less attached to that nostalgic part like the retail part uh, they're it's more attached to the the anti-lag situation. sort of online competitive multiplayer though like that's another great point is any online- lag like people will play with wired controllers to get that competitive edge. They're they're not going to be wanting the. Uh, but they the are. They, several... are the, they are in the minority, though. I think that sort of people. I mean, there will always be. That, that's why there will always be a physical media. But again, yeah, it's a minority. Like, Except I can imagine, like, if it disappears, it'll come back in twenty years. Like cassette tapes are now vinyl, and you know. I mean, I, I mean, you're you're going to have developing markets where internet is not going to be a thing. And even here in the United States, we have a lot of a lot of areas where even my cell phone doesn't really do well at all. Mm-hmm. Absolutely true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There we go. But that's the end of the 3DS and potentially handheld uh, gaming, except for the fact that handheld gaming is enormous on mobile phones and obviously the Switch. Uh, it brings so me back to like a, there's this time years ago. I think it was around the time the 2DS came out that EB here which is sort of GameSpot in Australia, they had some deal where you could trade in a PS2, no controllers, no cords, just a PS2, and they'll give you a $50 credit. And I had like six that I'd bought from the cash converters for $2 <laughs> each. So I picked up a 2DS with a bunch of games. Awesome. Brilliant. Awesome. But uh, no, I think, um, yeah, sorry, going on the back of what Goldfish was saying there in regards to um, digital and physical and stuff like that, like, Everyone I know outside of the world of gaming and YouTubing, you know, that sort of thing, but still want to get themselves a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox and that, they're all looking at the Xbox Series X and all looking at the digital-only PlayStation 5. Like, I am the only person that's getting that disc-based PlayStation 5. And obviously people like the the, the, the people that are um, uh, running GameStop and gaming already knew about this, but I can just imagine them watching that and then... The same, the same way when I was watching it, and it, and, and the PlayStation Five was announced, and it showed you the, the the big fat one with the disc and the one that was digital, and they must have just looked at that and went, "Oh shit!" Like certainly, myself would rather you buy the digital one too. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, like it's going to hurt them. Like you, you, if you want to buy physical games, you're either going to be buying them online or at Sainsbury's uh, in the future. Like there, there won't be yeah. proper game stores in the future. Um, no, I mean, I mean, well, I mean there, there will be like record yeah. shops like there are, but you know, it's like it's pack exclusives right. and stuff. I mean, I've got my, I've got my Xbox One X, and I've never actually put a DVD, well, a Blu-ray or whatever the discs are, in the drive of it. 
I've, had it. I've, had it. I've, I've never done that. I've got Game Pass. The the ones that aren't the very few that aren't on Game Pass, I want. I'll put a code in and get it. I've got fa- I've got very fast broadband. I yeah. can't be. I can't. I can get it cheaper, and I can't be bothered with going to a shop to get something. Like, get I want a game. And I so many friends who got it like minutes. they swear off streaming and stuff. So like, no, I want to buy the physical media. I want it in front of me. Blah blah blah. And then Game Pass came out. It was like a dollar for three months, and they just jumped ship instantly. Well, mm-hmm. Game Game Pass <laughs> isn't <laughs> streaming though. That's, no, it's like there is a fundamental. Guess, yeah. There's subscription yeah. and then there's streaming. Like if yeah. everything went streaming, I would give up playing new games. Yeah, I don't like the I don't like the streaming system on the PlayStation Four, but Game Pass is so it's a no brainer. It is an absolute no brainer. Much yeah, larger library. I've never ever ever used it, but I've just downloaded Battletoads to try out <laughs> my first ever guy try and playing. It's games. actually not too bad. Yeah. Oh, I actually have played around with. But the PS Now, back in its original incarnation, is on live back back many years ago, and on our slow internet, on live was surprisingly was surprisingly playable. But I can only Wait, imagine mean, mean on live like the little console. Yeah, well, online was yep. a service that had a console op- little console option. Yeah, wow. And I believe on live is what the, the on live backend is what now powers PlayStation Now. It was a little tiny black box and it had an orange insignia on the top of it. And yeah. it was basically a uh, it was Ethernet if I remember correctly is that correct? Uh, it, it was may Ethernet have also had Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah I've was, been watching um, one on eBay for a couple of years because it's about a hundred bucks, and I just kind of want to own it. Yeah, it 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 was um, again. You had to have really good internet connection for it to 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 work properly. So if you lived in, I I had like one twenty eight k internet, and I was able to play some stuff pretty reasonably. Uh, that was it's impressive because that was well, that was. Probably what twenty ten. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, how far back? I've used Steam Link in my house from like my PC upstairs to the TV downstairs, and if someone started playing a video using the the internal uh, network, <laughs> I could see it this the screen breaking up. So when you, as soon as you add the internet into that, it's like hmm, uh, no. Yeah, when it rains here, the internet slows down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A stiff wind I, blows, and that's it. I used to live in a um, uh, in, in a pub, and it was technically like a hotel upstairs as well. So we'd have to we'd, we'd get a lot of like people that, that were like working on building sites would kind of stay at our pub and stuff like that. And um, the sales went down when I got Choo Rocket <laughs> playing it online because I just kept using up like, the phone line. And no one could call in to actually um, uh, book, a, book a room. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there we go. But, Whoops. Yeah. That's the um. I don't even. We're not even talking about 3ds now. But yeah, uh, 3ds is on its uh, on its ass. Goodbye, 3ds. Sad to see you go. Bye uh, The time. Bye. Uh, yeah. We loved you. Yeah. See ya. I still it's, love um, you. I've still got you, way too many games to complete on it. For the, uh, <laughs> for the uh, collectors out there, now is the time to be looking at all of the shops that are going to be getting rid of the stock. Uh, like I say, Bingo. look at Argos. They're pumping those games out. All the um. Uh, the yokai watches like i said i've got that code name steam for one pound fifty i picked up um WarioWare gold for five quid uh, oh, that uh, so i know the walmart has been Gold's clearing out the, the last generation pretty quickly right now yeah I, it happened with the dreamcast i went to mvc i'm do you does anyone here remember mvc um yep yeah I, I went to mvc and they were selling off all their dreamcast games for one pound i spent like 50 quid that cool. day. It was amazing but um yeah that was the that was the end of that um and uh the final topic of conversation um is probably one that i'm not going to say too much about but uh microsoft 
has purchased Bethesda. Bethesda oh, take the real with this bad boy. Good. I woke up, saw that news, it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty big. Ooh. I love how it was like right after the PS5 pre-orders. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. It was yep. like perfectly timed. But I um don't, I don't think it's a bad thing. Microsoft have got basically infinite pockets of money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean um, that's they are the Disney of the video game part. world, aren't they? Yeah. We'll buy them. We'll buy them. Um and, you know, Microsoft isn't as afraid to push games back if needed to make sure that they're ready. I mean, ultimately Finally. every you know, every Every publisher wants games out to make money, but you know, especially recent Bethesda. Well, I mean, of course, everyone the, the butt of every joke is Fallout seventy six, but you know, right, seventy six percent missing. Yeah, pre- yeah, I was going <laughs> to that was the joke. Yeah, yeah, complete because that ain't true. Um, but you know, so thankfully, you know, hopefully with this all working out, or, or you know, assuming it goes through, because there's still no guarantee it won't, you know, get blocked. But you know, hopefully, if it goes through. You know, it leads to it leads to better quality games. I mean, as of right now, I think I read a statement yesterday that uh, Microsoft um, is there. Well, they said in the beginning they're not blocking any current PS5 exclusives. They're still going to come out. Um, and then after that, they're also not against uh, Bethesda companies or, you know, properties going out on the PS5. It's just they're going to evaluate them on a case by case. So it's not like they're going to it'll be like a rare, uh, rare deal. Yeah, they're not going to pull them in as in-house and say, well, now none of your titles can leave Xbox, you know. I mean, they're yeah, probably going to hold the, the point best in it, for them. I didn't notice. Them. What's the point in it, then? Because they'll, they'll have uh, Fallout games on Game Pass, which you pay a couple of dollars for, or they come out for 100 bucks on the PS5. Yeah. I, 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 it's almost as if Microsoft is making multiple bets in case one side fails or the other. Well, look at I mean, it this think way. about it. If like, okay, so it came up earlier about how there were what five pre-orders for the Series X in Japan. Mm-hmm. So Sony pretty much owns Japan for the gaming market. So, yes. well, so, I mean, for, well, for <laughs> and, uh, between Microsoft, between Microsoft and Sony, and not not Nintendo, um, right. between those, Sony pretty much owns the you know the the share. So why wouldn't Microsoft want to be able to make some money off of their competitor? I mean, like East versus West console. I mean, wasn't um, Skyrim the first game in from a a Western publisher to get a hundred percent of Famitsu? That is correct. Yes, um, that's that's another thing. Um, the style of game will that resonate in Japan? Uh, will Bethesda be enough to push the needle there? Uh, that that's going to be interesting to watch. I don't believe so, but I believe uh, it gets a bigger market share here in the states, so they have more yeah. you know muscle to battle there's against a, Sony. I mean, if there's you, rumor you about the next move being uh, buying Sega, though, that'd be the Japanese market, I imagine. Ooh, I see that now. That would be a, a another huge purchase, but I don't I I don't know enough about that to actually comment on. It. I don't I mean, know what man. what you can really do with Sega anymore. Um, like it, it's so hard because they're not releasing their the the classic games that you know uh, know of them. Obviously, they are Sonic. Take Sonic out of the equation, but things like your Streets of Rages, your Alex Kids, and all these games that people know them for, they're getting other people to make. Uh, and Sega aren't actually making those games anymore. Uh, Sega own a crazy amount of IPs, though, in the newer ones. I suppose when you buy them, I think the, the most interesting thing was that they would be hitting Atlas. Um, 
And yeah, that would good be point. the um, uh, the interesting thing for for breaking into to, to Japan more. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a weird one. But look at look at it this way. So if we take the, the Bethesda thing, Doom and Wolfenstein, for example, are coming home. Microsoft are primarily PCs. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are yeah. Xbox as well. They, that, right. That's their home. That's where they came from. Look at it this way: Bethesda tend to pump out AAA titles. Microsoft now have a studio that produces consistent AAA titles. They can put those titles on launch day on Game Pass. I mean, it's going to make they have Pass incredibly compelling. By mm-hmm. purchasing Zenimax, Absolutely. which is the parent company, they I mean they get it. It's software, you know, but and maybe a couple minor studios are you know have a lot of big games. And you're right. Yeah, because you got these monster games, and day one they're on Game Pass. I'll have your twenty five dollars a month. Thank you. And they'll have it where like oh, a, yeah. the PlayStation version will have like the certain price one where you get this, the certain price one where you get a little bit extra, but the Game Pass one will just have the best one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's one of those things. I mean, I, I, I personally actually, I'm looking at the list of games that are right there: uh, Dishonored, Wolfenstein, Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Doom, Starfield, mm-hmm. Evil Within, and Prey. I've not played on any of those games because those games are just not the games that I would normally play. But um, my God, what a move by Xbox! <laughs> yeah, I hope they make a new oh, Commander yeah. Keen. I, I kind of forget that that Dishonored exists. Yeah, it's yeah. not a. I mean, it's it it is. It's not a bad game, but it's not like it's not Doom. You know, everybody yeah, hears yeah. Doom and they know exactly what that is. Elder Scrolls, you know exactly what that is. Skyrim, you know, these are all major hallmarks, earmarks of the gaming industry. People hear these and they they know that's Bethesda, and they're going to run towards that in droves. So this is a an, a fantastic acquisition. For Xbox fans, um, for me, it's all about the games, man. And as always, it always comes down to console exclusives. That's generally what drives my purchases, as a lot of other gamers out there. And with the Game Passes that was also being mentioned, I, I don't see how this is a lose situation for Microsoft at all. This is an absolute 100% win it, for it, them. It cements Game Pass as the Netflix of these services. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with that. I mean, that's the natural evolution of things. I mean, there's no way it's that's going to kind of what Steam wanted to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of what Google was going for before it yeah. was a spectacular mess. And uh, <laughs> that's I, the dustiest control right now, I reckon, just stadium. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's going to be in an art museum one day. Uh, but There it is. No, I... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, look at that thing. Hey, yeah, dust it off. Go ahead. Get out your shoebox. Shine that thing up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's got battery still. Never charged. Are they leaking? <laughs> you know, yeah, they're going to leak. Yeah, you better take them out. <laughs> I-, I would love to see out this deal that, you know, Wolfenstein 3D gets uh, a re release on, you know, PC and Xbox, whatever. <laughs> because yeah, I would love to play it. Yeah, as well, the Game Pass works for your PC as well as it does for the Xbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I've just signed so, up for three months. Yeah, I've been yeah, using so, it on I mean, PC for a while. It's been pretty nice. Yeah, it's a great way to actually dis- discover games that you may not have put money it, wanted to it, put money down on, like exactly, Observation yeah. or yeah, it's really good Night. Was it Night Call or whatever it was? Those yeah. great for those those fun little titles. Like oh oh, that was surprisingly good. I wouldn't have spent money on them, but they were really it's like good. What a, like, I found like, Cluster yeah, Truck. Cluster truck. I, yeah, that was a fun one on Game Pass. 
Yeah, but I mean, what what I do is I the way I play Xbox recently is I play with uh, some friends, and we we like to play uh, cooperative games quite often. And as as someone just said there, I think it was Goldfish said, the beauty of the Game Pass is you're not wasting your money if a game's crap. Mm -hmm. But it's a nice way to try something you may not have tried. And if there's four of you, if it's four people taking a punt on a game that maybe isn't very good, then that's a that's a big cost. If you yeah, all got best, you, best way to fight pir uh, piracy too. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's too easy. It's free to play now, but I, I didn't feel like re buying Rocket League on Xbox to play on Xbox. So when it was on Game Pass, like okay, I can play Rocket League on Xbox. And and and, and this acquisition just just bolsters bolsters that. $6.5 billion. Is that how much they spent? Yeah. That was $7. $1 per month. the money that Disney spent to buy Pixar? I think they spent 7 to get Pixar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only, only, only concern that I would have is if they pull an EA here and kind of like you buy uh, EA is notorious for buying publishers killing them god cunning gutting the company absolutely completely and then just owning the namesake that is the only as in the way thing. they did with uh the rare games rare company uh, well, not, the, that, the big, yeah one of the examples yeah one but, of the big problems with like when you buy an individual company like rare or bullfrog or uh, westwood is that the people in charge the people who would run the company and stuff are the ones that get the money and then they're the ones that want to leave once they've got the money. So yeah. you lose so much of your core talent after those acquisitions, unless you put stuff into the contract to, to get them to stay around. That's and then when they leave, it's so difficult to try and keep some of these companies going. I've, I've seen it happen. I was there at Lionhead, and I saw how it was going. And you try really hard to try and keep these companies going, and... When you lose some of those people at the top, you lose some of the spark. It's difficult for that company to to continue to produce the games that you think they they would. And then once they do a couple of flops in a row or sort of like average games, then they start looking at it going, was that a worthwhile purchase? But if with so with Microsoft buying Zenimax, the parent company over the over all of them, like the people that are running Bethesda and ID. Are not directly getting the money, so it's more likely that talent is going to stay. So I think it's actually very smart of them. That would be that would be my like I said that would the only fear that I would have over this acquisition above anything else because besides that I can't see how this is a loss besides you know again just buying it for the namesake and then the quality of the product dropping as you have mentioned. Besides that, I, I, I don't see a lose here for soon. I mean for Microsoft at all. I just, I just wish. I mean, this is just my 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 gamer mentality coming out. I I just wish, and I know this 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 hurts everyone, <laughs> but I want them to buy all of these companies and then just release these games exclusively for the Xbox. I don't want them on P well, PC. I'll, I'll allow that, but I don't want them on Nintendo. I don't want them on PlayStation Five. I like competition in physical in in, in exclusives. I know I'm in such mm -hmm. a retro mind mindset when I say that, uh, but yeah. I now want Doom games and and Wolfenstein games and whatever exclusive for the Xbox, so that there's some genuine competition when I look at what games what consoles have the best exclusives because the Xbox um, 
uh, 1X is the biggest, um, not the biggest waste of money. But I, I can't say that because some of my favorite games of all time have come out on it, like Ori in the Blind Forest. But I can't get my head around the fact that I never needed an Xbox to play it. I can just play it on the PC. Um, I want exclusive games for each console. Uh, but like I say, that's just me being retro. And that's how it always was. You know, you, you buy a Nintendo to play Mario and you buy a Sega to play Sonic. Um, well, that's like there's a, no reason to buy an Xbox because there's nothing exclusive on it. Like literally zero exclusives on it. Like um, the biggest, yeah. fanboy, biggest fanboy migration I've seen in my life has been from like growing up with retro gaming consoles and people being Sega versus Nintendo and stuff. But that's vanished with each generation and now it's apple versus uh, android and things like that like that's mm-hmm. taken over yeah, yeah. Uh, my my thinking is microsoft is probably playing a little bit careful to avoid you know being called monopolistic by you know buying all these studios and making them xbox only and then and having someone file suit so they're trying to keep things a little bit happy with regulators and whatnot. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to. I don't think they're going to yeah. flip their their game plan. I don't think eventually they're going to just suddenly pull the plug and not let these con- these games come out on any other console. Mm-hmm. I think um, that that it was one of those crazy moments when I watched whatever Nintendo Direct that was, and they, and Cuphead popped up, and they said, "Due to our friends at Xbox," I'm like, "What is going on here?" Like, I was yeah, so, they so had like, a similar thing with Minecraft. Yeah, I, I was like, so well. Minecraft was already a multi-platform franchise before they but, bought it from Mojang. But not on PlayStation. But then, so then there was an advert with Sony and Microsoft where it was one person had a Switch, one had an Xbox. <laughs> no, that was the Play Together update, and it was more of a kind of a tongue-in-cheek jab at Sony. <laughs> it's, I, I, I love fighting that kind of competition great. i just there's something so retro and awesome about that like when um xbox said that you you, you had to uh, you know when they done their abysmal um uh, launch for the xbox series uh no oh, series x fucking hate these names the xbox one um and, the xbox uh, 360x <laughs> oh fucking hell they're so bad they name them like they name their, their fucking operating systems don't they but they um yeah they they, they they said that you wouldn't be able to lend your games, and then PlayStation put out that little YouTube video showing how that they how they oh, they pass it to each other. They just pass it to each other and go thanks, and that's like the end of the video. And I'm like, I love Brilliant. that, like fighting each other. And there used to be that thing where Sony um, messaged. Uh, I remember, I can't remember what it was, but basically, yes, yeah, Sony messaged uh, Twitter publicly on Twitter, put a message out there, and then Twitter said, "Sorry, uh, new phone. Who's this?" Like it was just like I love that little bit of bitter fighting between them. Like that's what. That's what gaming's all about for me, and that's why I always buy every console. And uh, I was just mean, so disappointed mean, in the you, last one. You're just longing for the old SNES versus Mega Drive days, down where well, it's not get, even just that. I mean, you like, get your head kicked in in the playground if you had the wrong system. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was so awesome. Yeah. Like, I, I know that's just and me also, being retro. Well, no, and also I think it also leads to you know competition leads to better you know ingenuity. We're, we're you know the more competition is out in the market, the more games we get, better games. I mean, if the, less stagnation yeah exactly i mean the competition is going to do nothing but bring us as gamers more fruitful games more you know more variety and that's what we want i mean there was a definite you know distinction between you know the 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 snes and the mega drive and that's why you know we you know either went one way or the other or we just bought them both we want something that kind of differentiates from the other system to give us you know something else to to go ahead and sample and play around with that I, think, I think, I think as well, uh, with, with this console generation, yes, there are differences in the specifications of the systems, and you can geek out and go, it's slightly quicker in this way, and it's 
got a bit more rendering in this way than the other one, but it ultimately there's they're, they're so far ahead of <clears throat> where things used to be now that they're relatively simple. And the yeah. only way a console will be the winner or loser of this generation is not going to come down to the hardware. It's going to come yeah. down to the additional services and features and the software. How many they can sell? Like, it's, well, you yeah, know, I mean, obviously, like the six. biggest feature of Xbox is obviously Game Pass, and then uh, everyone saw uh, Sony's take on that, didn't they? With what they were doing with the, um, they're doing their one where you can actually play a lot all of the old PlayStation Four games. I don't know if that's the way you would download them or you do some kind of weird streaming thing, but. Um, like you know, Spider Man. There was Last of Us, like remastered on there. There's a uh, um, all, all of the classic games. I'm looking over on my shelf. Uncharted Four, um, uh, uh, God of War. You know, there, there's a lot of awesome games that are just going to instantly be available on the PlayStation Four as a subscription service. And obviously, this is their take on uh, Game Pass. Um, yeah. If they're yeah. doing it. If they're going to do it how they're doing it now, it's some of it is download and some of it is streaming. Uh, that's how this PlayStation Now subscription service is is working. Like you can't stream or you can't download every one of their games onto your hard drive and play it. Some of it is just streaming only. So mm-hmm. I think you have to give gamers that option whether to download it, to have it on the hard drive itself, or to stream it, whatever whichever they prefer, instead of locking one side out over the other. So it, I think that's a, another big selling point for, for Sony. Look, give gamers the ability to download it and to stream it. Don't yeah, lock yeah, them out. Yeah, not, not, not one or the other. Like, give them the choice of both. Well, right. That's, what, then, that's the way they're currently doing it. Because I know everyone hates on the Stadia. Uh, I would never play a fighting game. I mean, I, I don't play on the Stadia because it's fucking stupid. I think the worst thing about the Stadia is actually the price. Um, the fact that you have to pay a subscription and then more than full price for the fucking game. It was stupid. But, um, but um, when you're playing a game like Tomb Raider, if you've got a steady enough connection, I, I don't have a connection anywhere near what Andrew has. I haven't got like Virgin or anything. I've just got a decent, okay fiber broadband line. And I had zero problems. Like the four times I played through whatever that game was, I played through it, which was like Tomb Raider. It played perfectly. Um, so a game like that, I would probably stream it on the PlayStation 5 to save myself space. Um, but then if I want to play anything that, that required precision like any kind of like you know 2d platformy type game or uh, uh like you say like a, a street fighter type game then obviously i would download that to get the like, the absolute best precision i could get it would be great if they gave you the option of both right that's the one thing that that currently playstation is not doing with their uh subscription service and that they have to uh, course correct in order to keep up with microsoft on on that front mm-hmm. um so i would uh, say as well that they still need to get that pull their finger out and get playstation network as an online experience to come close to xbox live as as mm-hmm. a community f- platform for playing with you know friends xbox live is still miles ahead of yeah. PlayStation. I, I think they're always going to win i mean that's that's been the case since the playstation yeah. 3 and xbox 360 days you know like yeah. again the exclusives were over on the playstation 3 but my god you played your your multiplayer games on the xbox 360 yeah like, i was thinking that yeah like playstation subscription is known for this like hey you get two free games a month it's, it's not known for like hey you can play with people yeah i mean yeah. It, it was kind of funny that for a while during the 360 and you know that generation that the wii and the xbox were the more online focused consoles than the ps3 <laughs> as weird as it was 
I, I, a lot of people are playing Mario Kart Wii online, weren't they? <laughs> well, <laughs> one of the big problems that Sony had back then, and they still have, is their... I don't know if it's their bandwidth or what, but... Like I mean, I have I have symmetrical gigabit fiber internet, and all my con and my my modern consoles are hardwired, no wireless. And like I had to download, um, uh, I I got we got back into playing Diablo three on PS four last weekend, and there was like an eight gig patch waiting for it, and something that you know literally the Xbox One or my computer could download in under two or three minutes took like 20 on the ps4 because sony just doesn't have the the uh the backhaul infra the back-end infrastructure to handle you know these large like what what is the um the p the the ps5 games or what 90 gigabyte capacity disc or something like that could could you imagine trying to download that from sony there was oh. a well, there was so an update for nightmare. modern warfare uh i think it was 200 gig or something like that and I downloaded it twice, and both times it hung. And it turns out you needed to download the, your last save or something like that to get it to stop hanging. It was a friggin' nightmare. I mean, this is yeah. drifting a bit far from the question, but the, the reason that, that you're touching on there, Pull Float, is, of course, Microsoft. Uh, and this touches on my, my, my real job, away from all the, the stuff you may see me doing in Discord. Um, it lives in what's called Microsoft Azure. Xbox is it's an application that yep. lives in Microsoft's mm -hmm. cloud. Mm -hmm. Where it's mm -hmm. got the full worldwide, proper business grade capability, uh, with content delivery networks that link into big internet providers all around the world. It's just, it's it's like, unfortunately, as it, as technology goes for the infrastructure, PlayStation Network is a child's toy compared to what Microsoft have built on the commercial level. And I can tell you, they're you... not putting any of that bandwidth to the developer site because that is even slower. <laughs> than uh, what you're downloading on the console. Except it's crazy to know that it was earlier this year that Sony announced a partnership with Microsoft to to use Azure and possibly even use it with Azure with with PlayStation. Yeah, well, they could. They could host it as uh, Azure as a service from Microsoft, which they probably are doing. But Microsoft have different access to Azure because it is it, it is Microsoft's own network. It's theirs. Uh, yeah, it's theirs, and they will have different abilities within within the network compared to Sony, who would be a customer. Yeah, that's very... interesting. Grizzly just put out there uh, on PlayStation, you download essentially twice the file size, and once it installs, it shrinks to it shrinks to the decompiled files. Doom had yep. essentially sixty gigabytes of language packs before it deleted the ones you don't need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that yeah is... that's so okay. <laughs> I am absolutely frightened to download the new Avengers patch on the the PS4 because of that reason alone. It's going to be a monstrous patch. And I'm already frightened just to go ahead and sit there for however long it's going to take. <laughs> I am Play the game, delete game. Oh my god. I, it's, it was already a beast uh, for its day one, day two patches, and now there's a thousand fixes. I know we're kind of getting off topic here, but still, it there has to be a way to, to speed this up on Sony's side. I don't see why they couldn't throw a little bit more money towards like, this particular well, situation. But the funny enough, this is... Sorry. But strangely enough, the conversation has drifted, but this also can be relevant to what we're talking about, because we sure. spoke about what are the unique selling points of the differences between the consoles when the hardware is relatively not much in it. Oh, the downloads. It's, well, it's, it's yeah. the experience. Fair enough. Yeah, true enough. True enough. 
I was going to say that that's what um, smart, that whole smart delivery thing is. Like, you'll go, oh, you're in English, so you'll only grab the English audio files and textures. Mm -hmm. So, in theory, downloads will be smaller on the Xbox because of the, uh, what people said, oh, it's just a, just, they're just giving something a silly name. That's, that's literally what smart delivery is all about, trying to just give you what you require, not everything, and then remove what's not needed. Yeah. Looks well, like a, I've been making a joke today since they announced that $300 or something here, a little memory card for it. Hey, you can fit like four games on it. Something that I think that both Microsoft <laughs> and Sony really need to fix is the snappiness of their of their digital stores because the PSN store is slow, the Xbox Live store is slow. Nintendo's is surprisingly snappy for the most part, which I find really really weird. <laughs> we gotta give, we gotta give Nintendo something, yeah, exactly. haven't we? <laughs> well, I think Nintendo's released a new store today. I saw it all over uh, social media. I was gonna say, uh, Twitter. There's something on Twitter about saying the new yeah. store will be faster. Oh, is that the one? one? Uh, they've had it in Australia for a little while, where a little Mario jumps as it loads. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they that's, did that on the Wii it's a lot U of as fun. well. Yeah, you, you didn't you have to, oh my god, yeah, on the Wii U, didn't you, while it loaded up, you tried to get all free to make a picture. Yeah. Oh, that would have been awesome. fun. Yeah. yeah. You, you just tried to get him to jump oh, just at the back. right time to get one picture. That was cool. That was cool. Uh, and, and not enough um, uh, newer systems have a, a, a good operating system, like, theme tune. Like, the, the Wii was the last great oh, Yeah, I was thinking that, yeah. Um, but yeah, we have, yeah, in short, Xbox have bought Bethesda. <laughs> yeah, in short, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we heard um, about that. Uh, yeah, they bought Bethesda, but it doesn't matter. You'll be able to play all of those games on your PlayStation 5 and, and Nintendo for some reason. Uh, Switch Pro, probably not. One last thing, actually, I know we're completely <laughs> off topic, but like, one thing people have been bringing up, and I don't know how true this is because uh, consoles are always changing, but the Xbox Series S. Uh, the the smaller white packet looking thing, um, yeah, like that people are saying because that is so much lower end uh, than all, all of the other versions. You know, PlayStation Five and the, the, the Xbox Series X. The all of the third party games would need to be be able to be made on that uh, to be able to work on all of them. Uh, so third party games will technically not be like lower end. Yes, on the lower end of things. <laughs> Well, you most <laughs> that'd be good for the Switch at least. <laughs> well, it, yeah. I doubt it'll be able to run on any Switch, even that then. <laughs> well, if you think about it, most games have to run on lower end, well, lower ish end PCs. So mm -hmm. we've already been dealing with that for, well, yeah. how many decades now? Generations. Yeah, and, and the whole point is the Xbox and the Xbox as a platform is built on Microsoft's Windows type technology. So it's, it's quite right, yours. Quite rightly, you're saying you you have um, games on PCs that are designed to run at different detail levels, quality levels, frame rates, yeah. etc. According to the hardware, so what they'll do is they'll create profiles within the games where it detects that it's on the lesser hardware and it'll load, say, certain textures and configure itself for certain performance. It'll just be very much bringing it closer to the PC type experience. And then on the higher system, the higher options will be unlocked. Mm -hmm. So, do you think that would just be something that automatically happens, or are you actually going to be going in there and like? I think it'll, it'll be automatic. It'll be like the the switch. It has the docked profile and the undocked profile. Okay. And I mean, I think at the same time, like the Series S is designed to run at two K, and I mean, 
if you're playing on a TV anywhere from like, you know, let's say 42 to <clears throat> 65 inches or whatever, I mean, 2K is still going to look friggin' amazing. It's, I mean, yeah. Yeah, 4K yeah. could be a little sharper, but 2K is still going to look damn well, you know? It, so it's, I, I just don't understand the, um, I don't understand the, the big, you know, the, the big, uh, deal that you know that a lot of people are making over to I mean you know i mean yeah 2k is not 4k but it's still gonna look good i i i'm curious and it would probably take something like digital foundry to suce it out even though that the series s is weak is considerably weaker than the series x given they're targeting a 1440p max target point how comparatively weaker is it then and is, is it is it going to run these games perfectly fine at all the settings required at that setting because it's just well, i mean the way that the, the way that microsoft explained it is they designed it like the the series x is targeted to 4k 60 and yeah. the series s is targeted to 2k 60 so you know i mean as long as it, the biggest thing i mean more than resolution you know and i mean there's always going to be battles over this but ultimately you know uh, frames frames per second steady frame rate matters yeah. much more than resolution and if it's 2k or 4k if they can hold 60 frames per second and potentially going as high as 120 you know on the series x if you have a compatible tv and everything if it can hold the frame rate that's what matters that's why uh you know initially mm. when there was the ps4 in the first xbox one not the original xbox of course but yeah that's why so many games on Xbox One were were rendered and ran at 960p because the original hardware couldn't hold 60 frames at 1080. Yeah. So you know, as long as the as long as these new consoles can hold 60 frames, that's really all that matters. And they just bought the buggiest company in the world. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Oh boy, there's a shot right there. Yeah. And on that bombshell, <laughs> yeah, I think we'll end it there. Um, but uh, yeah, as, as you predicted, Night Will, uh, that was definitely the biggest uh, uh, topic of conversation right up. But um, I'm looking down my list. I think that was it. Wow. Uh, yes. So Xbox bought Bethesda, and uh, it looks like we've got a lot of Xbox lovers in the house. Uh, I'll be, I'll be, I will be buying one. I will be getting one. But um, I'm just uh, like I said, I don't want to get both on on launch, and uh, I want to get a, a 4K television before I buy an Xbox uh, Series X because I will not buy a Series S. It's just not what I do. Um, yeah. So should we end it there, guys? Oh, we probably should. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty. Yeah, so I'll, uh, I'll let everyone uh, shout goodbye. I don't know if anyone's got anything that they want to promote. Uh, now is the time to do it. Goldfish, you've got to have something you've got to be promoting right now, haven't you? Uh, well, I've got my... This week's video is all about the original Voodoo One card that I bought back in the, the 90s. An Orchid Righteous. <laughs> Loving it. And ah. uh, the next video will be out on Tuesday. Sweet, as sweet. always. <laughs> Just chucked a link over there to Goldfish. He's a very good channel, very good channel. I've <laughs> shouted him out in the past of my uh, awesome channels under 5K, and uh, he's still one of those awesome channels under 5K. So go give him some support. Check. Definitely nice. check that out. Um, what other channels have <laughs> Thank we got you, sir. Paul Float, you got your your, your your Twitch streams as well. I don't think you want to do any promoting on that. I'm actually going to be doing a uh, – I'm going to do a uh, stream in a little bit after this. Um, oh, fantastic. There we go. Le 
lately I've lately or more than anything I've been streaming uh the link to the past randomizer because that's like I mean that Ooh. game is just so much fun to infinitely replay and I'm actually going to be doing a multi-world stream which is with uh, a friend of mine where our games are linked and we have to find each other's items in order to be able to beat the game there we go. I've just chucked a link in there. I haven't got many people watching now, but go and go go and check out uh, Paul Float G on Twitch. And if I go back to my chat of people, who else who else has got channels or Twitches they want to promote on here? Anyone? Anyone? Anybody? I don't. Yeah. You can follow me on Instagram though. I have a bunch of retro stuff, and just follow Retro to Next Gen. Just say hi. Just come on, stop by. Uh, I just post a lot of. Retro video game stuff, all the way from the beginning of the console generations, all the way up until now. Just stop and say hi. Retro to next gen on Instagram. Let's see, guys. There. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm just trying to find you. Retro to next gen gaming, the gaming guy. No, that's not you. Here we go. Retro to next gen. Uh, I think this is you. Have you got a that's Mega me. Man as your picture? That's you. Yeah, that's me. That's there me. Go. There we go. That awesome. is me. Now follow me, guy. Yep. Come see me. I'd like to have you. <laughs> And I think I think we're there. Uh, and come and join the Discord as well, so you can uh, get told off by Andrew when you're naughty. That's uh, right. Um, that's <laughs> <laughs> right. Andrew, was I naughty? Was I bad? No, you're good. It's all right. I mean, sir. Thank you, sir. Doesn't Andrew have a few things to promote? Well, me. <laughs> Gosh, right. Um, <laughs> my promotion stuff. What can I talk about? I could talk about the documentaries, I suppose, Dan. Couldn't I? Do it. I'm Do, it. In. Do it. Well. <clears throat> I'm involved in two of the uh, two large crowdfunded documentaries. Uh, firstly, In Search of Tomorrow, the fourth highest uh, crowdfunded documentary in the history of Kickstarter, which is a deep dive into 80s science fiction movies. You can find it, can still be backed. Mm -hmm. And also, oh, wow. uh, we're just in the process of launching the sequel to the acclaimed horror documentary, Magnum Opus, uh, four and a half hour masterpiece. In Search of Darkness, In Search of Darkness oh, Part yes. 2 is currently going to be launching its Kickstarter very soon. Uh, and when you back our Kickstarters, you get access to our secret Discord servers, which you have great guests. We've had people like Dan himself, who provided a commentary track to uh, with a watch party to Tron. That's um, a thing that happened. It did, but we equally we have stars and directors from the movies. Oh, that, that, that was an Indiegogo one, wasn't it? Uh, that one was uh, no, it was Indiegogo, and they're both in Indiegogo and Kickstarter for. Okay, I'll find the Kickstarter. I don't like promoting Indiegogo. Yeah, I back that. Um, awesome. But we've also had uh, people who made films, starred in the films, uh, on as well. In a couple of weeks, we are doing a watch party for The Running Man with composer uh, Harold Faltermeyer. Will be there. Excellent. Excellent. Who wrote, as you probably know, the, the the iconic Top Gun anthem and Axel F. So it's pretty uh, crazy. Really fantastic. crazy stuff. Very cool. There you go. I've chucked some I links in there. Go check those out. They're, they're both to the Kickstarters, but you'll be able to move around from there. You've got the link trees and stuff like that. And uh, we might as well say Nightwheel and Mike Towns. Anything to promote? Uh, I make Nothing Game Boy games. <laughs> Um, game, game Boy Games dot com, but like not boy, like an ocean boy. As in yeah, B O I, <laughs> uh, no, like B U O Y. Oh right, sorry. Uh, game B U O Y O Y. Yeah, I think Game oh, B O I, B Game Boy the other way down. Game Boy Games, very different. <laughs> <laughs> uh, game Boy Games dot com. Right. 
Excellent. Um, and there it is i'm looking a link in there thank you very much everyone for hanging out um i don't know what's going to happen with these streams yet this is like i said just something we're trialing out for the moment um at the moment we're going to do it every couple of weeks uh if it ends up being really cool maybe we'll do it weekly if it's not so much maybe we'll do it monthly and if not so much then maybe we'll never do it again uh maybe this will go up on um uh, uh podcast services but as of right now no we'll just see how it goes we'll see how it goes uh i'd like for that to happen but like i said we'll see how it goes so we'll end it there we'll get everyone to say goodbye and we'll uh go which is what you normally do after you say goodbye so goodbye <laughs> goodbye goodbye, goodbye. goodbye. goodbye.